started out easy for Jim and Jim. But when things started to get real, so did the struggle. Can these two men find true compatibility? Find out on episode five of Pod of Love. fun relationship or real play podcast hosted by me mel the best namer of characters ever and my husband ben who hates fun oh, hi ben excuse me i do not hate fun i like fun i don't know if you do okay well i guess i should say that in this episode you're gonna hear part two of the jim jam saga that's not what it's called i mean jim squared yes that's what it is called but it's the second part of Jim and Jim's relationship. So, uh, we are glad you're listening to this episode. This podcast is... Do we say what we play in? Do we say we play Fog of Love? No, but it is called Pod <laughs> of Love, so I'm hoping everyone can make the connection. If you can't, this is our real play podcast where we play the game Fog of Love that I almost just called Pod of Love. No. We play Fog of Love together. Yes, and uh, we're part of the All Ports Open Podcast Network, and you can check us out at allportsopen.com and our other podcasts that are there. We've got exciting things coming up down the road for the show, including interviews and other games and other hosts, and it's all very exciting. But for now, we are going to leave you with us playing Fog of Love and the story of Jim and Jim in the scenario called We Give It a Year. Jim Jam. Not Jim Jam. Tell your friends. Still hanging out, uh, well, actually playing as Jim Squared, Jim and Jim. Jim, were you Williams, Thomas? I was something boring. Williams. Jim Williams. And I am Jim, class, hyphen, I already forgot. I was going to say like Stone Dragon. Jungle Smith. <laughs> For some reason. Jim, class, hyphen, Jungle Smith. All right, chapter two. You know why? I'm going to tell you the reason. because Chapter you, two. You would not concede to me just being Jim Class. Chapter two. So I gave you a worse name. The chapter end. two. What would break your heart? <laughs> you promised that you will give this relationship exactly one year before you decide what to do. What would break your heart after this year? Both discard one scene and draw one new. So let's do that first. We're discarding a scene from our hand and drawing a new one from any of the piles, sweet, serious, or drama. Dun, dun, dun. All right, and now we both choose um, what would break our heart, which is essentially if we break up or not staying true to ourselves. Mm. Uh, and we're oh. going to discard three destinies no matter what we yeah, choose. Yeah, regardless of choice, wow. 
All right, so we chose different things. I chose it would break my heart if we broke up, and you chose well, it would break your heart if we didn't stay true to yourself. I was thinking my character would say something like, I love you, dear, but staying true to myself is very important. I don't know if I would tell you out loud that it would be important. I guess is this a conversation we're having? Uh or I don't know if it's a conversation we're having or if it's just sort of what we what would hurt us. But I don't know that I would tell you out loud that if we broke up, it would break my heart. But I would be. I think I'm thinking that. Hmm. So I, we both are going to discard three destinies. And so you I have may to not, keep yeah. honorable exit. No, no, I, I mean, may not uh, keep it. You may not keep honorable exit. Right. And I may not. Oh, that's interesting. So I may not discard self-realization, right. but you, you may not keep, keep honorable. Right. And for those keeping score at home, I have now discarded both of the uh, breakup destinies, which we know because I revealed the first one, and now I've chosen this. So I have, I know, I do not have any breakup destinies in my hand. So a couple friends of ours are getting married, two guys, and I'm friends with one of them and you're more friends with the other one. And we are both going to their bachelor parties, which are going to be on different nights. So I'm going to one, one guy's bachelor party and you're going to the other guy's bachelor party. So, so both bachelor parties are on the same night. That's neat. Hope you have a great night. So we're both going to choose uh, what happened during the night. Oh, can I just say that I love how they wrote this card so that you could use it in same-sex situations it's bachelor slash bachelorette good job jacob yes a plus my friends and i talked all night it was uh, very intimate and thoughtful me too me too okay all right so we actually did match uh but we don't have any secrets in place so the additional effect doesn't really matter which would be telling whether or not the secret would be helpful for the other to know we don't have any in this relationship we don't have any secrets unlike abigail and ethan from <laughs> our previous game um could be just because we didn't draw any secrets though I'm just it could saying. be so uh very different relationship here but we you know that sounds like a nice bachelor party we're very we're very similar which tells you something um, oh, and so we both get one less extra version. I did, yeah. For that. And so, now it's your turn. I bet you're thinking about Project at Work. Oh, I'm really sorry. I was just thinking about something from a long time ago. I don't know why I was thinking about my grandmother's funeral, but I just, there was this poem I was reading yesterday, and it just reminded me, and it's been stuck in my head, and I've just been... I can't shake this image. I'm really, this is not. I'm really sorry. This is very serious. I didn't mean to be distracted by that. No, not something at work. I'm sorry. All right. So I was thinking about something sad. And I thought you were thinking about work. <laughs> well, I must have had a serious or look on my face. Maybe I didn't think you were thinking about work, but it was beneficial for my character to make that choice. Who can really <laughs> say? I don't know. Uh, all right. So now I'm going to play. We just had the bachelor parties, and now we're going to the friend's wedding. Yeah. I always get emotional at weddings, especially when all of our friends are here. Uh, so this is a situation we both swap in unconditional love, regardless of what. So we both swap in to our destinies unconditional love. Does that mean we have to get rid of another one? Yes, it's a swap. So you're taking unconditional love into your hand and another one into your discard pile. And on our next scene, it has double impact on our happiness outcomes. Oh, okay. So Yikes. your choice. Yikes. Jim, 
How many people have you been with before me? Are you asking me this at the wedding? <laughs> She's like, interesting thing to come up with a wedding. Yeah, at the reception. How does the partner respond and what answer would the player prefer? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, so I should probably answer, right? Well, of course I've been with a few others and... You know, when we're not here at this wedding, I can give you the details if you want. Now uh, I want them now. But, Jim, you're my first real love. Oh. Uh, I think we were dancing on the exactly dance floor. Exactly what I wanted you to say. I think that I... I love you, too. I think Jim and Jim were slow dancing when they had that conversation. Oh. And then we had a nice kiss mm-hmm. on the and dance floor. That's beautiful. So we get double happiness too, right? We do. So, uh, Plus all right. Four. So um, I get one sincerity and one discipline, mm-hmm. and uh, we get plus four happiness for matching. And because we are doubled happiness because we're at the wedding, that was cool. So after the wedding, we're walking home, and I say, "Huh, a lot of people seem to be having fun over there," and. It looks like random people are joining in. Should we crash that party? Might be fun. Let's ask the host first. Uh, you know, I don't know. We're not really invited, and I don't know these people. I, I think we should just go home. Oh, okay. That's sort of a sad way for our beautiful wedding night to end, <laughs> but... Neither of you are happy about it, but you do both... You do, you both do as the player of the scene chose. That's me. But neither of you are happy about it. We get, both get minus one. Bummer. Yeah, that's right. Ever since you got that new haircut, which I like, I like it. Don't hear me wrong. I think more people are flirting with you. Um, oh, what do you think? So it's how you react and how I hope you're going to react. Yes. It's a bit overwhelming to finally be noticed. I'm not sure what happened there. I do. I know. I'm exactly sure what happened there. Can you well, explain it to me? We matched. I wanted you to say that. I was hoping you would find it a little overwhelming. And so we matched. So we get plus two happiness. You're seen. Did you see that magazine test about what role you have in the relationship? So we both choose how we react. I like this one a lot, given the fact that we're playing a same-sex couple. This is going to be funny. Oh, well, we'll see how it turns out. I have some comments to make, too, on the answer choices. <laughs> I'm going to answer. Oh. Oh, okay. It's just a silly, fun thing. So I took the test, and funny enough, I came out as the woman in our relationship. That's how about you? That's so funny. Me too. That's so funny. Me too. You all, you also came out as the woman in our relationship? Yeah, isn't that hilarious? I don't know what that says about these online tests. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Oh, that's so lame. So because we matched B, we get minus two. I don't like that at all. I also don't like that for A, if you pick that you came out as the man, you were less gentle. But B... It, for B, if you come out as the woman, you're more gentle. Yeah. I feel like this game tries so hard to avoid those stereotypes and, like, pigeonholing specific qualities for specific genders, but... Well, if we get to talk to Jacob about the game, we can bring it up. Yeah, I mean, maybe he has a, a reason for why he chose to do it that way. Yeah. All right, so you're going to... We have rela- we have got personality re- reactions to that, and we get minus two happiness. Yeah, but I'm that makes me frustrated. Why would we be unhappy if we matched? Well, maybe... I don't know. I don't know. 
We well because we matched. I guess like we both matched as the woman in the relationship, and we're not actually a same-sex couple in real life. So I don't know how a same-sex couple would react to that. But maybe because we feel like we're fitting the same relationship role rather than different ones. I don't know. Maybe. So all right. So now it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, dear, can you be honest and tell me if you think these pants I just bought fit me? Sure. All right. Both shoes. Dear, they fit perfect. Just perfect. Oh, well, thank you for uh, for telling me. That's wonderful. I'm glad that they fit well. But actually, I was hoping you would be more honest because I don't think they fit well, I guess. And I was hoping you would be sincere. Maybe I was. You might have been, but all right, we didn't match. That's another minus one happiness. Bummer. Yeah, bummer. All right, one, two. So we're halfway we're halfway through chapter two. Do, do, do. do you believe in ghosts? A mutual friend says, I've seen something strange. A shadow, perhaps. More like a ghost. What should I do? We both choose. Relax, it's just your brain playing tricks on you. It's probably just stress that you're feeling. I've also seen a ghost, but that's some years ago. It will do you no harm if you're pure in heart. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I didn't know that you believed in ghosts, dear. Yes. We get minus one happiness again, though. Yes, we do. Which is a bummer. All right, so I'm going to take... Jim is going to take Jim to... James is going to take Jim to his spot in the windowsill. His, his special relaxing spot and curl up like holding you from behind, sitting Indian style uh, in the bay window. And I'm gonna put my arms around you and hold you and run my hands through your hair. And then I'm gonna whisper in your ear, relax, breathe in, feel the life force entering you, breathe out, feel all the bad memories leaving. And I'm going to guide Jim through a relaxation meditation, teach him how I like to relax in my window, hearing the birds, reading him a poem, apparently listening to the very loud rap music that's outside (laughs) right now as we're doing this. Uh, And I'm going to remove all personality tokens belonging to you for one aspect. Mm. And you're going to relax. I'm going to remove four discipline tokens from you. And I'm going to make you less disciplined uh, because you're relaxing with me. I'm showing you how to relax. No need to worry about all that discipline. I'm just going to help you relax. Let me hold you. Your turn. Thanks for helping me. Thanks for helping me relax. But my boss just called. Sorry, but I can't go out tonight. Something came up at work. Okay, so you discard a scene and you get plus one discipline. Oh, and now I have to decide how to react to that, huh? I'm just trying to have a relaxing Saturday afternoon with you, dear. You know that it's important to me to take a Sabbath day and to really relax. And it's good for our relationship. We've talked about this. So if you want to see me again, you you better make this up to me. Uh, so I get minus one happiness and you get minus two happiness. I'm down to nine. I'm at twelve. And you get, uh, what? Less gentle. Yep. Okay, your turn. A few days later, Jim and Jim go to a work party uh, for the insurance company that Jim works for. 
not me, Jim, other Jim. Uh, and, uh, oh, it's supposed to be my coworker to you. We're not going to a parking attendant party. So anyway, we hear a play, we hear a coworker to you say, I can't believe that really happened. And then the coworker says something unintelligible and said, and you say that? That's so dumb. This is hilarious. So I'm overhearing a conversation between you and a coworker. You're going to choose who you are talking about with the coworker. And I'm going to select who I think I overheard you talking about. I thought you were talking about a mutual friend, but we didn't match. Oh, apparently, so we have a huge fight over how to behave at work parties in front of everyone. <sighs> I'm just trying to get you to relax and to... Do not be so focused on all the drama here at your office. And I don't understand why you can't just learn how to be a more relaxed person, Jim. We were just having a simple conversation about a celebrity. I don't know what your issue is, but maybe you should try being something other than a parking attendant. Oh, snap. Oh, because I'm changing <laughs> occupations. I guess it's supposed to be my work party, but... Yeah, it's okay. I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you get minus two, and you get my no, no. I mean, you change occupation, and, and you I'm, get minus two happiness. I'm now down to seven. Uh huh. We were doing so well. Yeah. Uh. All right. So I'm changing my occupation from being a parking attendant to being something else. Let's see what Jim will become. Well, I suppose if I'm not going to attend to cars, instead <laughs> I will attend to planes and be a flight <laughs> and become a flight attendant. Oh, so now I'm a flight attendant. Which makes you more gentle, apparently. Well, I figured it'll... Uh, I've, I've always been stuck here in the city, and this will give me a chance to travel and see the world. I'm sorry, it'll probably mean I'm not around as much. Well, we're apparently doing terribly now, so we're going to go to couples therapy. <laughs> I'm happy that we decided to see a couples therapist. How do you approach this? Well, you know, I... Very much valued this session with you as a couples therapist. And dear Jim, uh, I think what we're going through, what we're experiencing, what happened is our shared responsibility. And so because it's a shared responsibility, I think it's important as a couple we fix it together. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, we matched on something again. Oh, but I get, we both get minus one happiness for picking that. And we both have to change a trait. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right, but but we get more sincere and more gentle for choosing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, this new job as a flight attendant, all this travel, I don't know, and some of my coworkers. Something is just nagging me at work, and uh, I don't know, just a bit. It's not awful, and I just changed careers, and so maybe it's just some anxiety around all of this change. But change, but what what do you think I should do, dear? So we both choose uh, how you react. To my problems at work and what and how I would like you to react. If it's really bothering you that much, you should just quit and take some time off. I just started at this job. I don't think I can uh, really quit. I think maybe I just need to work harder and see how it goes. Whatever you say, dear. All right, so we matched. We didn't match. We went in different directions. One of us being more disciplined, and one being less disciplined. And so, because we didn't match, we have a dramatic fight over nothing. Uh, and so, player minus two and draws a drama scene, and partner minus two. 
This seems to be getting worse and worse. I'm mm-hmm. down below 10 happiness mm-hmm. now. All right, how does our fight go? Let's see. I'm uh, at four happiness, just for the record. You always seem to be saying that I should, that you seem to be more focused on working and working hard. And I tried to listen to what I thought you would want me to do and thinking I should work hard. And, and now you're telling me I should just take time off. But I thought in therapy you said I should be more focused on this new job. I'm so confused. Well, you seemed unhappy. I just wanted you to be happy, so I said you should quit and take some time off. And then you could go back to work and work hard if that's what you choose. (laughs) Oh my god, that accent. Well, uh, we are having quite a time in Chapter 2 of this relationship. Two more scenes. Well, we're already fighting with each other constantly, it seems. Uh, So, we'll have an argument with our parents-in-law. Oh, good. (laughs) At the in-law's house. I say, I can't believe you have the nerve to come to our house and say something like that. It is completely uncalled for. Oh, so it's my parents. And you, are you just going to stand there watching? Uh-oh. You choose. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Jim avoids the conflict between his parents and Jim. And does nothing. And so we're both a little less happy. And I'm a little more gentle. And Jim, me, runs away crying and is very upset. All right. We go for a walk. And as we're going for a walk, uh, there's a uh, stranger standing in front of us in line to get coffee. In a queue, it says, getting coffee. And the stranger says, oh, you guys are a couple? I would never have guessed people like you could be lovers. Seems very insensitive in this situation. So how do we both react? Silence. Of course people like us can be lovers. What's wrong with that? Engage in demonstrative affection in front of everyone. <laughs> or yeah, things are changing. Luckily the world has become a more diverse place. This is a good way. This is so loaded based on all the drama we've been experiencing compared to how it would normally happen if we were just a gay couple mm-hmm. who experiences this. I say... Yeah, things are changing. Luckily, the world has become a more diverse place. So I attempt to engage in demonstrative affection with you, but apparently you're not having it. Oh, my. (laughs) I mean, I'm not not having it. All right, so we uh, didn't match. Um, One chose A and the other didn't know. Uh, Chose B and C. We didn't do that either. So we don't have any additional effects. Well, that's good at least. And that's how Chapter 2 ends. So, Mel, how are Jim and Jim doing after Chapter 2? Man, I don't know. I thought we were doing pretty well. So what was working, and, and then what went and, wrong? And then we were not doing very well. I don't I don't know. I think we were matching a lot. Um, one thought I had as we were playing Round 2, Chapter 2, was that uh, the sweet cards give you an opportunity to match more often. Um, but I had been drawing serious cards, and no sweet. So I wonder if that makes a difference, too, because you have the option to draw from all three decks. And I don't think until this game I really realize what an impact that makes. Yeah, So I, and the way I think that plays out in like regular relationship terms is exactly what I was thinking, which is in the beginning, in the first few months when things were relaxed and easy, we matched well. We had similar ways we liked to hang out, have fun. We had romance. But when things started to get serious and dramatic, 
that's when this couple started having problems. Like, as mm-hmm. soon like we weren't quite lining up in certain ways. And then we, like, tried to get couples therapy to help. And then we both thought we knew what to do for the other person. But we but it was wrong. Or we yeah. still had missteps. Like, right. I, uh, like g- my gym was, like, thinking, all right, well, I'll do this for this person. I, and I tried to have a big life change. I changed my job. And, and like... It still wasn't ex- it wasn't right. Even I was making these changes for you, but they but it's that wasn't the problem, right? And that didn't actually help solve right. anything. And also, it was problematic when you took all of my discipline tokens. Well, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, and then I, tried, I ended up changing a trait. Yeah, me too. So yeah, we both changed traits, and so we're both trying. I think we're both trying to adjust to the person, but we're getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that teaches you about relationships. He was foreshadowing when I said I break my heart it would break my heart not to stay true to myself you're right it was foreshadowing so this is a good story but i'm wondering like what the relationship lessons mm-hmm. are well let's find out once we finish so in the next chapter episode three yeah all right well then we'll see you in chapter three with jim and jim we're gonna play so chapter three will be in the next episode since this is so long so uh we'll see you next time Square. so you know what time it is i have no idea Mail. Time? Time. Try again. Ready? Mail. Time. Time. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We have a question, and this one's a doozy. So I'm just going to read it, and we can talk about it from there. All right. Power through this one. Hello. Hi. So a friend of mine recently told me a secret she's been holding for a long time. She brought me to the basement. I feel like it never goes well when it starts out with that. Yeah, I cringed a little when I heard that part. She brought me to the basement and showed me a giant bunny suit. Oh, boy. It's kind of like a mascot suit. She said that she dresses up in it to feel better about herself, and she takes on a different persona. She said she feels freer in this persona. I was, I think understandably, a little weirded out, but I wanted to support her. She then added that while she was in the costume, she realized that she wanted to have sex with me while wearing the costume. She said it wasn't like real sex necessarily. It's called yiffing. I see there's a question mark at the end of that. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you do that one more time? I, I don't I'd really rather quite, not say that again. But I didn't no. quite get the question mark. Should I go through with this? What if <laughs> I don't feel comfortable? <laughs> Thanks, mildly creeped out friend. Well, mildly creeped out friend, I would say we're not about kink shaming around here. At uh, Pod of Love. Although Ben does hate all forms of fun. Yes, except for the fact that I hate all forms of fun. Yes. Kinky or not kinky fun. Exactly. You heard it here, folks. For, darn it. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, there you go. You got it. You want to do it again so you can have a nice clean take of it? No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Um, <laughs> so, so, we're not about kink shaming. So do you have any non-kink-shaming advice for mildly creeped-out friend? I mean, we could probably treat this as as any scenario where a friend says, Oh, and by the way, I kind of want to have sex with you or some do some sort of sexually-related activity with you, friend. So the first thing I noticed in the question was that the mildly creeped-out friend... First of all, kudos on being mildly creeped out. Most people can't handle anything outside of their comfort zone. So that shows that you are open-minded and willing to be a good friend to this person, especially because you took the effort to write into us. 
but that being said, the first thing that I noticed was that this person said they dress up in this suit to feel better about themselves. And that is concerning to me because why do you need a bunny suit or any kind of suit to feel better about who you are on the inside? I hope that's not shaming, not trying to shame, because to each their own. However, that is something as a friend I would be concerned about and I would probably talk to said friend about, especially if I was very close with them. Yeah, I guess there's probably, I don't really know. I don't really know if, you know, you would say that a kink is not, I wouldn't say problematic is the right word, but if you should be concerned about your friend, if they say, oh, I do this kink because I have an issue with myself and it makes me feel better about who I am. I don't, you know, I don't really know enough about sort of psychology around kink to say, to sort of comment on that. But I could see why you would sort of notice that, see that standing out and say, maybe as a friend, this person could say something uh, to them, uh, to their friend about it. It says, she says she feels freer in this persona. Um Oh, feel better about herself. Yeah, the second one, the freer one, that makes sense, right? Like, you know, you experience different things when you do different things like that. Um, but to feel better about yourself, that's, that one, you know, I don't really know. So, but beyond that, okay. So just a scenario where uh, my friend says, I've been holding on to the secret for a long time. Uh, I'm into this thing that is, may or may not be sexual. And I want to do this sexual thing with you. Uh, now that I realize it, <laughs> you know. Um, so what do you know? What do you do in that situation? Uh, I think that the first thing I would do, or the first piece of advice I would give, is to really consider one what your wants and desires are, and two the impact that it will certainly have on your relationship with this friend. Is it a desired impact? Is it an undesired impact or undesirable impact? And, uh, you know, make your decision based on that, especially with these sorts of things, making a decision based solely on impulse and emotion is what often leads to regret. So I would be mindful of that before you decide anything. Yeah. So the writer of the question doesn't, they seem creeped out, not by the fact that the friend wants to do a thing with them, but more about the bunny suit aspect, right? That's what, that's what I took from the question or from the way the question was written. I could be wrong about that. So the question really ultimately is, well, what kind of relationship do you have with this other person? And what do you want your relationship with that person to be? Because it's very normal for for a relationship that is such and such, has X label that you've decided to put on it, for it to transition into a different sort of thing. And the old boundaries for friendship, romance, sex, relationship, clearly those don't seem to apply anymore to... uh, sort of new relationships as as they exist today, especially in like our generation and younger. So, you know, it's sort of up to you guys and gals and non-guy or gal or (laughs) genders. Uh, It's sort of up to you. Uh, Whatever you want this relationship to be, it can be. And whatever you don't, you know, certainly don't let yourself be in a situation where you're pressured to do something or you feel like in order to be a supportive friend, you have to do something or that you're going to be a bad friend if you don't do some sexual thing with them. You know, uh, definitely only do what you feel like doing and what you want to do, as you said. Consent. Right. So I feel like that's probably about all we can say about this question. Thank you to Mildly Creeped Out Friend for writing to us. And you can write your questions to us as well. They don't have to be furry related. They can be any... No one ever said furry. 
You're right. No one ever said furry. <laughs> they can be relationship, romance, love, dating, or sex questions, or anything really that you want to ask us for advice that has to do with any of this. And you can email us at podoflove at gmail.com uh, and send us your questions or find us on Twitter at podoflove. Use the if you're on Twitter, use the hashtag Lovecast to talk about the show. You can talk about how incredible Mel's voices that she does for Jim in this episode. You can talk about how much you love the name Jim Class hyphen Junglesmith. I have a question that I wrote into our show. Can I ask it to you? If you must. It is is the name of the character Jim Class hyphen Jungle Smith? Where all of those is a word that you write out, or do you have a actual dash hyphen? What I'm saying is, is hyphen ah. the word hyphen one of the parts of his name? Maybe his name is Jim Class Hyphen Junglesmith. You know, I don't want to spoil it for our listeners, so I'll let them choose what their favorite answer to that question is. Well, this is a choose your that, own adventure. Now it is, and that is what Jim Class Hyphen Junglesmith's name is. Okay, so you get to decide. So tweet at us with the hashtag Lovecast or at Pot of Love and talk about the show and send us your advice. You can DM us, you can DM us questions. You can also, ask us questions. you can send me cash check. What are you talking about? I mean, if they're sending us stuff, I'm putting in a request. Excuse me, that's rude. You can support us by uh, sorry, sorry for being rude, rating and reviewing the show, preferably fives and above. You can support us <laughs> instead by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes or subscribing or telling people about the show on Twitter using the hashtag Lovecast or just telling somebody you know they should listen to our show. So that's all I have to say. I guess I should also add that we actually make zero dollars and zero cents from this podcast. So you don't Everyone's have to, shocked. <laughs> so you don't have to send any money. But if you want to. What? Stop. I mean, I'm just saying. So you can check out all the podcasts in the All Ports Open Podcast Network by going to allportsopen.com. You can find all of them on iTunes with their own feeds. We have the PDP-10 flagship podcast, the All Ports Open Network. We have uh, Refugees of Esmeralda, which is an actual play podcast that's a like more traditional fantasy actual play that Mel and I are also both on. I do you, that one, too. You have No Avatars Allowed, which I co-host with. Dr. Joshua Wise and some other fine people that are sort of new additions to that show. And then we have our show here, Pot of Love. So we thank you very much for listening and uh, for listening despite our eccentricities or maybe in spite of them or despite insight. Insight? What just happened? I'm spiraling out of control. (laughs) Well, you should add some closing words of wisdom for us. I love you, but we got to go. Sails across the seas and takes me safely to the shore.
Scooby-a-boop-a-da. I'm scatting, kind of, and I don't know boopy-doo what I'm doing. Doopy-doo, Scooby-dooby-doo. <laughs> bop, 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 pot of love. <laughs>